Welcome back to season two of Talking Dairy City Everywhere You Go. Yep, we're back for a second season. Big season for all you Dairy City fans. Obviously, lots of optimism out there. We we Pat Hoobin and Daniel Kelly on board. So, serial winners. We have one big close season signing ourselves here. Obviously, it was a prolonged negotiations and uh, holding out for a big signing on fee. Like, but we managed to get him. It's Kevin McLaughlin's back, Kevin. It was nothing to do with you know, agents' fees or a big fee. It was medical. I had to do with four <laughs> medical to pass it. So we eventually got it done. But I, we're all happy to be back and looking forward to this evening. And see you've done your usual talking of medicals. You didn't miss many medicals anyway. We were sitting there with your Derry City colours on too. Uh, no, as I say, it's look, like all Derry fans, everybody's looking forward to it. It's a big season and we're all ready to rumble now. And uh, as I say, it's going to be usual. Same when I suspect highs and lows and yeah, uh, be anything else. Exactly, you know what I mean. And that's just probably in this podcast. This is everything the season, but I looking forward to it. Well, I, we're well prepared for this one, I suppose. Compared well, to last year, like we come on last year, we come on here. I've just finished work after we do see me transfer. I'm working now up in housing benefits, so I'm working away. And there are a few boys on there listening to the podcast too. So sure, right. exactly. So a few we've got a couple of listeners anyway that helps us. Uh, but no, as I say, we. We have uh, come in here expecting you to be on the zone, on the journal, with you every, and not a thing has been talked. The mic is it working? We don't know. We don't even know if it's recording. Uh, so, aye, nothing's changed, Simon. Obviously. Well, there's a few like we've got the next a few wee bells and whistles. Like, well, more probably more whistles than bells. Like, but there, we, we we new jingle and stuff like that. Yeah, we've been working hard on over the close season. But in terms of your contract, is it like? Is it a, a rolling it's contract? Rolling. It's, like, get... it's, it's like an O2 contract rolling. <laughs> we got an option. Who's got the option for uh, our year? Well, as we said, like it's, it's good to have you back. Good to start start the season. Obviously, as we said, like uh, fresh optimism and it looks in terms of the signings made, like you know, Pat Hoogan, It's only two. It's two two young, four out. But in ter- like Rory Higgins said about the balance of the squads a lot better. He seems a lot happier. Obviously, the goals was the issue last season. Pat Hoogan should be the man to bring that. Like fingers crossed, injury free season, that man should be scoring a few goals. Ah, there's no doubt about it. You know, I think he's a bookmaker's favourite, the top scorer. Daniel Kelly's another man. You know, I was down at the friendly against Sligo first their first game. He a sub. Crazy game, I, I, I know, it was bananas. It was a basketball game defensively. We will not talk about it, as they would say. But Huben just like a man possessed. Mm. Daniel Kelly, one touch bang goal, and you're just like, ah, that, that's that's the difference. You, you know, you need your if you're playing free up top, your wide man, whatever you want to call it, uh, the formation, you need your wide man to be getting goals too. And that's the thing, like Paul McMullen setting up a lot of goals, but it's just getting goals out of Paul. Maybe this season, we have preseason on his belt, they might get the goals. Mickey Duffy, hoping for a big season with him mm. too. But Kelly definitely brings goals. Piss we all know about. He can play anywhere in the, in the front line. But look, Hoobin's a man. There's no, there's no, there's no denying it. Like, and he's, he's just hungry. You were at the press conference and he was a man that was mm. just on the zone and really wanting to get going. And I think it was, it was funny when I sort of looked at the press conference online. Shall we say... He mentioned his former club quite a bit. Yes. He just used them words quite a bit. So that tells you all. He's very hungry to succeed. He, he doesn't even mention Dundalk. It was just... I I don't know what you get that because it was... like I was afraid, I was actually afraid to ask him. Because <laughs> I think I got, everybody got the point pretty sharpish. He's not saying anything. 
He's not going to call out any names or say anything about his former manager or how things were done. He's just here for for business. He's and the thing is, I was I was looking at it too. You know, we don't want to pun all our hopes on Pat Hoogland. Obviously, but things we really happen. We have, we have. Well, <laughs> <laughs> gee, the whole problem was goal scoring, and then you're at that Sligo game and concede, you know, concede five goals. Like they, you were saying, they've they they have, they have, they have tightened up since that pre-season right. friendly. To be fair, right. but but the, the thing is, I I actually did a piece. Uh, with with Hoobin there just recently as well was I was after the, the the Billy Key Memorial Cup and I was chatting him on the way out the the car park and basically he was chatting about uh, because I brought up the at the Stute match or the Fun Hearts match sorry the the, the incident where Diallo yeah. was we got the injury obviously yeah. he's out for a couple of months um, but he was first to react Pat Hoobin him and Daniel Kelly and in fairness like obviously they're the new club they want to impress and things like that but he always had that like the nasty streak about him so to yeah. speak on the pitch and and that's what we were just chatting about I was all, I like that that's what I think we were missing that wee underbelly like from last season maybe we weren't on people's faces enough but you've got that and he was saying hey who does everybody not like Shamrock Rovers who did nobody like before that Don Dock because they weren't nice nobody you want nothing by being nice and, and well, hopefully not- that's the change of from last season well, look- He's been there, done that, wore the t-shirt and, and, and won. You know, there's no doubt about it. He's a winner. Mm. He's a born winner. And he's going to be telling boys in the dressing room that maybe you're thinking, like, it's all right, we can just get maybe second or do well in Europe or maybe win a cup. Mm. Pat Hoogan's not here for that crack. He's here to win a league title and prove to his former club, as we keep joking, <laughs> like, I'm still ready the rumble. I'm still one of the best strikers in the country. Mm. And from the very city's point of view, you can't ask for much more than that. You, you've signed one of the top strikers in the country over the last decade. Like, you mm. know, he'd go through the years, you know, he was away, but he came back and a lot. But the man's just a, a goal-scoring machine, like, you mm-hmm. know, and it's just his all-around game. He's seen him in pre-season friendlies, he's hold up. Like, his movement he's, on he's the box. Well, like but he's not just his movement in the box, it's his movement in the box where he's just going for the box. There's yeah. all this, I'm going to play it and stand and admire my pass. I'm swinging it and I'm getting in the box. Right. And maybe that's what was missing, like... Uh, Jamie McGonagall last year when he was gone, maybe Keane Cavan was a different kind of player, but but wasting so much energy in, in places that aren't going to be effective, you know, or he, he wanted to get inside the box. Jamie did say that when he when he went to the Korean and he was saying, Look, I, I just wanted to get under the box, whereas I found myself linking up outside the box, Mickey Duffy maybe on the left and, and just being out been out of the play then when it was when it, the ball eventually got under the box, things like that. But Pat Hoogan, as you say, he's just got his eyes for the goal, gets on the box, even in set piece situations, like he's he's good at the hustle and bustle and creating chances, creating spaces and stuff like that. So that there, that not know how that one of mentality is, is the key. It's invaluable and like mm. at the end of the day, he's not done docks all the time being goal mm. for nothing. Like he's you know what I mean? And he's done it everywhere. He's done it scoring goals in Europe. Scored obviously in the League of Ireland, the Cups. He's been there, done that, and he's bringing a mentality on that dressing room. It's another one of mentality that's coming in there. And, you know, even speaking to the likes of Daniel Kelly, he's saying the same thing. He says, Look, Pat's rated another level. He says, I know yeah. the Derry players that were here last year done very well. He says, But you're going to a different level here now. You're bringing in Pat Hoogan. Brilliant. So that says it all. Like. Oh, that's promising. Like. And the thing is, too, that I liked about it that stood out in the, the press conference, too, when I had seen. He knew every single goal he scored before. He knew he knew all his numbers, the stats, which is like goal scores are like as yeah, opposed like to strikers are like Romario was wrong to score nine hundred million goals, fighting five of five. <laughs> <laughs> so but he's he, he's he's just like blinkers on goals. And the, the thing I was saying to him too, because 
Brian Dunleavy was saying, was giving me a few stats about goal scorers. Like, and like, funny enough, like if you think about, obviously we have Mark Farn, top goal scorer, record goal scorer for the club. We have Liam Coy, we have like some Johnny speaking guys yeah. like that. Even Eamon Zayed, who was only here for a season, but that, that brilliant. But very few players. I think there's only eleven or so have got fifty plus goals over the course of their career today. Like, which is, um, which was surprising. That I thought, like, yeah. No, again, they don't put pressure on him, but hey, he's here for two years. Did you ever hear? <laughs> well, Pat, there you go, 25 minutes. Did you forgive me, you're expecting? Uh, no, look, there's no doubt about it. He is a class act, uh, and he's got the firepower to, to, to get under him, to, to supply him. He's got Mickey Duffy on one wing, mm. he's got Daniel Kelly, he's got Paul McMullen, who in the, some of the preseason friendlies was playing the whole time. You've patching, you've fats, who looks like an absolute. Start the minute in a pre season game, he's having spoke to him injury free. We hope we're not jinxing him, but he was no, he just looked like a man that's mm. possessed. He's free kick against you know, shoot with mm. someone else sent the keeper the wrong way, giving the eyes from the top corner. But even the you know, you just see him re- turn at Sligo at day two, you had a a la Beckham the halfway line, seen the keeper and tried it, mm. and the keeper got back and just hit him the bar. And you just went, ah, he's back. He looks on it, like, definitely. Like, uh, obviously, the Achilles problems that he had, like, uh. And, and that operation that he had, he does look. But even as though his physique and everything else, like I'm not gonna get started the, the whole, the whole so show about yeah, fats. But... About fats <laughs> you, uh, we were started with with Ruben. <laughs> and you brought him up. I, I, I had to be fair. I give the opportunity, and you finished it well. So no, but I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully. I think that the, the season and the, the uh, potential league title without jinxing anything, the hinges on these guys staying fat, and, and hopefully that's. That's the case this season, like. But um, I think that the, the big news we get back to about how we think this the the lineup for against Drogheda and how things will go. But uh, the big news that sort of broke was was Paul Haggerty back, assistant manager. Like, what what did you think of that news, Kevin? I well, look. First of all, Paddy and Rui just didn't work out. These things happen. It's football, you know. You know, people read into this, read into that. It just happens. It just doesn't work out. Uh, for one finger in art, no fault. It just happened, and you move on. It's not the first time, and it won't be the last time these things these things happen. Why do you think it, it doesn't happen? Because uh, I suppose you don't know until you're there, and and in a row, that's like you need to be in a row. Uh, you don't see in a row. It just look sometimes just things just don't happen. As I say, you're uh, just sort of thinking, right? Maybe this will work out. Maybe Paddy's philosophy was a wee bit different than yours. We just don't. Know. Hardy, the the the. the like we all talk about the dynamic and, and you know and when you're coming on to halfway through a season and yeah. you're in a new role you're coming back stepping down from a manager's role to an assistant's role that has to be difficult you know in terms of getting your voice heard like but um, and maybe that was a bit, bit of that as well too but um, it was un- least, unfortunate it was because, unfortunate uh, because look as I say they've been frankly no fallout hmm. you know it, it just happens as I say these things happen Bringing on, bringing on Higgsy, well, look, you know, I, I, I'm not really a good man to be judging this because I think it's a great appointment. Aye. Well, you, you are slightly biased, like, yes. uh, saying you're big buddies, like, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he, but he's, he's so uh, much of a good buddy that he wouldn't even come on our show today, well, well, like, well, so. Well, no, and, and his <laughs> defense, couldn't even convince him. Exactly, well, and his defense, we, we can't get him, so that's his well. uh We're recording this, obviously, on Friday afternoon, ahead of the President's Cup final tonight. Derry had a friendly today. 
then I think he was, well, I know for a fact, he was going to somewhere tonight that was either going to Drogheda, Bray, or it was going to Tallinn. So, us getting them, the, you know, it was only announced, so it was never going to happen. That doesn't mean we, we may not get him, we may no. still get him in, the, in this and see what the situation is. All right, so if, if we do get, get in touch with before, obviously, this goes there, we'll, we'll, we'll insert his interview. Yes, here. that's right, exactly. <laughs> insert it here. <laughs> Well, basically, it's one of them jobs you, you couldn't turn down. No, like I've been out of it for two years, like a year back at the top level in this country, and obviously, as you say, that is an opportunity you couldn't turn down. Like, um, once it came along, like it was a no brainer. You know, yourself, you've been I'm watching Derry, everybody looking, it's a massive club trying to go for the title. That's how everybody, everybody's talking about the squad's built for a title. So, you you know, you, you know what you're going under. You know the expectation levels. Yeah, like everybody knows. I mean, we have to be challenging for the league title. Like it's not going to be easy. It's getting over the lines. They want being close two years in a row. Uh, look, does what it does. I mean, circumstances change. You never know what happens in football from one day to the next. Never mind from week to week. Like, and, but the squad of players that we have are more than capable of challenging for that league title. It's just if we can get the best out of them. Obviously, you work very, you coach them, you, you know a lot of them, you know, good good relationship with Rory, so it was a case when you get the phone call, you were happy enough? Yeah, like, I've known Rory a long time, like, played there when I was on before and that, and he was on along with me before and that, so, like, there's nothing new there. Look, Rory's his own ideas, I have mine, and hopefully um, we can uh, work together and, and make the thing you know, as best as we can. Obviously, Rovers are the team everybody's talking about. They, they catch and haven't seen them last night. They, they look like a, a strong setup with a lot of their so-called big hitters not playing. You know yourself, they're going to be hard to topple. Of course they are. Like, but there'll be other teams involved in it as well. Like, and it'll be very tight. And there'll be no easy games this season from what I see. Like Teams have strengthened everywhere in that. So it'll be, it'll be a tough season, but... It should be an enjoyable one, you know, and people, players, and that should embrace that, the fact that people are expecting them to win a league title. That's not pressure. Like, pressure is, like, if you're down the bottom and you're fighting against relegation and that, which there'll be teams that'll be doing that as well. Like, But, like, up challenging the top of the league, that's where everybody wants to be, you know, and you should be embracing that. And, you know, it should give you a buzz out of it. And, like, those players, like, they know what they're capable of and everything else, like, but... It's a matter of just getting that wee extra age, you know, and getting yourself over the line. As you say, the squad that Rory's built over the last number of years, it's just been ticking over and ticking over, and it's just maybe that wee bit more experience and know-how, which he may have added with Pat Huben and Daniel Kelly, might be the missing link. That could be uh, as well, like, but like there were a lot of good players there before, and, and, and they weren't a million miles away from it and that, you know. Sometimes, you know, things happen during the season and that, and no matter how well you're prepared and everything else, like, it just doesn't go right. And, and that can happen, like, but look, we have a good enough squad of players, like, any one of those players are well capable of going in and doing a job on any given day. And I know you were at the Dundalk and you've seen a few of the friendlies. 
You just can't wait to maybe get I'm the training sessions now, basically. Yeah, I'll be on Sunday morning, like, and, and that'll be my first day in. But look, uh, take a wee while maybe to get to adjust and get in because you have to find how people are working and stuff like that, you know, and find people's characters and whose toes you can step on and whose you can't. Like. And obviously, you've got you know, yourself, Johanna. You've seen a few friendlies and whatever else with Johanna. And Kevin Doherty's done a good job there. He's, he's signed well too. He's added a few players too, as, as he does every year, to be fair to him. Yeah, there's two boys up top that I'll be a handful for anybody this season. And they have a far bigger squad than they had last season. Like I think they're more incapable, you know, having a very, very good season. Uh, so it was a difficult game. I was in at the match last year in the Brandywell when Drahada came. And like it was a very, very difficult game for them. I mean, you'll, you, everybody will understand Drahada will be coming. And they'll make it very, very difficult early on in that. And it's up to us to try and get an early goal. And as a case of starting well, Shamrock Rovers the last couple of years haven't really started well. It's saying it's capitalising if Rovers or St. Pat's or whoever it is, you have to worry about yourself and, and starting well is a big thing for Derry. That's the thing. Like, I mean, we've got to start off with a good tempo and, that, and get that crowd behind us in the brandy well. Like, if we start off with a good tempo, like, I mean, people talk about the crowd and that being quiet and that and all else, but you've got to give the crowd something to, to get going with. Like, and, like, we'd be able to, you know, maybe get a good tempo early on in the match and that, get the crowd behind us, you know, and get as many shots off as we can and, and hopefully get an early goal and, and settle people down and try and drive on from that. And just finally, you were just talking about the expectation. You've been there, you're under Stephen Kenny as assistant, deck on the vine, you've won things on there as a player. You know the expectation levels, but as you said earlier, that's what you want as a player, you want these expectations. And because of the expectation... That's why you're a good side and you're up there. Well, look, let's call a spade a spade. Like, if you don't win the league, people will be saying, why, why haven't you won the league? You know, there are going to be questions asking. And, and like, to be fair, the chairman has backed Rui to the halt, you know, and, and I'm sure he's going to be going the same thing and, and he'll have no bother saying it. Like, you know, I mean, that's what you're here for, boys. Won a league title. Exactly what you're bringing. He said in his in his in his statement there too when the club announced it about how much the club. Nobody, you know, everybody knows how much the club means to him. Like he's won the treble here. He's, he's so what a man they have. They pick the brains of a guy who he's a workaholic. You know, you looked under Ali Horgan, what they did was was incredible. Like you have to give him in terms of what they had at their disposal. Uh, his, his work rate that he travels up and down the country. We see it already. Like he's he's gone and he's he's doing the business now. So. He's a dissenting voice too at times, I would think. You know, well, so Higgsy, like known him for years. He's one of the men that knows a lot about both leagues. He will travel to the length from Brentford Company, both leagues, players in both leagues, players that may have left, went to America, came back. Do you remember him at Longford? Mm. No. Uh, <laughs> but it's that type of thing he knows. People sort of see him on the sidelines and this and that and you know, him and Ollie and all this. The man's wealth and knowledge, the League of Ireland, and just just Irish football, Irish League too is second in on, like and tactically too very aware of, of games going on and what you know, marking mm. him up and they should have closed that. And you know, he, he's definitely I think it's a great appointment. Uh, and as you said earlier, he's passing for Derry City, the mm. second in on, like so. I know he he has been champing at the bat to get back in somewhere and 
but it's, it's somewhere like a Roy Keane, we hear him saying, you're not just going to walk anti-somewhere, you know, you, you need to be enticing and get you in there and give you the juices and get you going. Mm. Well, Derry City certainly do that, you know, that's the case, and getting back Andy Derry is, is, you know, what I want to do, he's in there now, and uh, I, think it'll, I think it'll work well, and as you say, you not be feared to, to say things, and, and a lot of players, you speak to ex-players, you speak to current players, like the Barry McMeade, Jared Doherty, and them boys, current players, Paddy McMeade, they all tell the same thing. He's great in the dressing room. Mm. He really gets you going. He motivates you. And, uh, no, as I say, I think it's a great appointment, but you're right, uh, I'm biased. There's right. no like <laughs> but, but I think it's a timely one, obviously. You, you want that it's, yeah, sooner, yeah. sooner or later. But I think, as you, you mentioned there, or touched on, like a lot of the players on there know him, you know, so which which helps in integrating them on there. But, not that that would bother him on, but he's no. you know he's not there. They 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 want friends. No, like, exactly. You know, so but but also also I think you know it's 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 that experience that the the and oh, the league was important. But when Murray was chatting about him, it was the energy that he brings to the place. Um, you know, his as, as knowledge and his experience in the league. I can't. I keep go back to, but he's he's won the league title. That's what's missing. The missing piece of jigsaw here, like you know, is like he knows what to do and and the type of the player that he was as well too. You know that's, um, you know, I think it's going to be a fantastic appointment. Obviously, Alan Reynolds was on every name on everybody's lips. It doesn't happen for one reason or another, but you know, I'm, I'm, Paul Haggerty was always on on the conversation as as Roy said that like you know it was it was one of the options that they they were exploring and and. I think it's it's better that there's a wee bit of a change, in my opinion. Well, this is it, you know. Uh, Rennie was undone really well, but you sometimes need a change. And maybe we Rennie had went to Waterford and maybe came back, he might have seen things from afar and maybe tried to change it or whatever. But I think you just need a wee change in voice, and I think mm. this is an ideal sort of way. But also get back to sort of the way how you would have played. People just think it's something on failure and put a tackle on it. Mm. But if you speak to the likes of we had Felix on, Felix just talked about mm. you know, the season he won the league. It was unbelievable and it was passing balls for it. You speak to boys like Jerry Beckett, just I remember him just whopping it under me yeah. and getting you know, That was overlooked, wasn't it? Exactly. Because... He's a forward thinking mm. manager mm. as in terms of or a coach or whatever or a system I wear you want to put he wants to get and people in the park that's can a, get goals and that's a misconception, isn't it? Like exactly. because a lot of people think, oh, defensively, uh, oh, he shoots uh, and roars, and he's you know, yeah. and, and your fist kind of uh, like kind of player plus manager sort of thing. But no, that, that's interesting too that he's he's, he's got that strength uh, to his bow. Let's, let's get forward, let's get boys in the box. How can we get boys on? Always remember we were always talking about. I think it was Tim and Ollie when they were sort of chatting about a few games they were playing, whatever, and he started to do a bit of math himself. Then the first thing they went. We don't have enough boys in the box, and mm. and he sort of said the Ali says Ali, we can't win the game if we don't get boys in the box. We'll probably get a, a draw. Right. We have to try and win. So I think he maybe made a few wee changes to get more boys tumbling come on or something. I can remember that right. tumbling in the box is going to go. And he sort of looked at Ali and say, in terms of that, that's something that was missing with Derry last year. Like we, you know, we didn't have those uh, midfielders that were that were running on making those runs. Uh, Jordan McInerney who started. Like a house on fire in pre-season, we'll say. Like a lovely goal against Stuttgart, yeah. and uh, you know, hopefully we can see some of that because that that would be a, a nice foil for for Huben as well too. You know? Well, that's it, Huben. Look, you know, you can get Huben on there, and you know, you need people on him too. Mm. He can't just do it himself. That was the times, you know, Keane Cabin and Jamie McGonagall, Danny Mullen, they were isolated. Mm. They were up there isolated. So you need to get people in the back. Jordan McEnough, Adam O'Reilly, big season to get Bobbin on there. You know, so. 
the midfield has a lot of boys that can. Patching plays in the hope. You know, he's seen it in Europe. Seen him in the game. We get on the box. He scored by a header. You know, you have to use... He's a big unit. Like, he needs to get in there yeah. and, and mix it up. And I think that's not what will happen. We, you know, don't get me wrong. Everybody needs to settle ahead. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take a while to get how he's going. But by time, I think, you know, the players will really grasp and, and know that I know Higgs is here and, mm. and, and hasn't this so-called conception of our rant there and Raver and all far from it. It's, it's, it's just as well, as we, we say there, it's, a, it's the fresh and up of things. All right, you've got two signings and that. You want that continuity as well, like, which is not, important. Like, uh, you that. know, everybody's, you know, I know we don't want to talk about the, the whole, you know, the league yet or whatever, but some Pats have signed numerous players. Mm. It takes a while to get going. You know, the two teams that haven't done much signings are the two teams that finished first and second. Yeah. You know, Rovers have brought them back enough. You know, Who's been there before? Been there, done that. They've re-signed boys like Johnny Kenny and, and, and Trevor Clark's come back and all that. And they've obviously Burns too. He's been there, done that. He was across the water. He both made the move, came back. No, so these boys, no, they haven't made that many changes. They've re-signed the likes of Jack Burns, a big signing. So I don't want to go on to the, the sort of Premier League yet, but mm. that's what I'm sort of saying. Well, you're right, Derry may have made two signings, but they're two big statement signings, one in particular, mm. obviously, with Pat Hoobin. But the rest of the squad settled it. And when mm. you see that the Stute team, when they brought on, I was a who's who, Lily. Right. They brought on Wall Patchett, Adam O'Reilly, <coughs> Cameron Dummigan, Mark Connolly, and Cameron McJanet. And right. you went, ah, that's a baptistic. That was a clear five aside. Ah, so that's what I'm saying. I think, you know what I mean? While they haven't done chops and changes, they didn't need to. You get everybody fat and add them to, uh, you're going to be knocking the door. Mm. Oh, definitely, like uh, it's it's it is promising. Well, let, let's that's we'll, we'll we'll talk about our predictions and how the how the, the runners and the riders are after this. But because we went ro- roaming about the town, and I mean like a, around the town. So we were looking to get some uh, some different voices from fans out there. Maybe not so fans, like just whoever I could grab. To be honest, <laughs> I'm here to do the parent teachers. I for the poor fellow, like it was the parent teacher beating like uh, down to Bridget's in Kiara Hall, and uh, I was at a loose end, so I thought I'll start here. So let's see with this uh, selection of, of fans. So they speak, have to say about their, their uh, pre season predictions and their and their, their thoughts about the season ahead. <laughs> My name is Shino Sidori. Uh, I'm part of the Northside Supporters Club. Uh, massive Derry City fan. I had massive big time when the evening sperm was shut down at the start of November. You're always waiting every week to get it back up again and you're waiting to get to the other side of Christmas where you know you're getting closer to it. Yeah. It's an exciting one too. You know, obviously they've, they've been pushing close like uh, second, two second place finishes a, a nice run in Europe last year. Like what you would expect maybe it'd be a wee bit closer to Rovers or maybe even pop them to the, to the trophy at the end of it. What do you think? I definitely think this is going to be our year. I think the, the the two years past, as you say, coming second and getting under everything, uh, I think it just it took a bit of time, really. 
to get them where they want to get them. And I, I think now this, this season's our season. What do you think of the two big signings? Obviously, they're, they're serial winners and Pat Hoobin, like he's going to come here, score goals. He looks the part in pre-season as well too. We know what you're going to get. Daniel Kelly as well too. He's won a league title. Like, so they have that experience. What did you make of those two signings? Well, Daniel won the league title. He's got plenty of experience in Hoobin. Another man's got plenty of experience and he's played in the same kind of pitch for Dundalk. So hopefully they had it off a ground running too as we start now next Friday. That's a, that's a good point, I suppose, about the pipes. But big news, obviously, coming out this week. Paul Higgerty and the assistant manager, Paddy, obviously, uh, has, has departed. Like, but, but Paul Higgerty comes in, massive experience in the league. Maybe that's the, the missing piece of the jigsaw. What do you think of that? Definitely. Paul Higgerty can be a big part of Jerry City. Uh, I was talking about this morning. He was, he was a bit unhappy with it. And I said, he said he's too loud in the sidelines. I said, that's what you want. I said, you know, how am I doing his work, guys? And as you were saying to me earlier on, like, he travels all over the country watching matches and, in terms of your ambitions for the season, I know they're looking they won the league title. That's the that's the holy grail. Twenty seven years and counting for that. Like, but what would you uh, count as a as a, a successful season this year? We dare won it all. Everything. Looking forward to get back, Lebrandi. Well, um, touch wood. I don't want to put the blah on it, but. Could this be the year would be the question. It looks like the signing of Hoobin could be the missing piece in the, in the jigsaw. Uh, number nine, who's a proven goal scorer. We've had tidy midfield, plenty of options there. A very frugal defence. And I was just where you're kind of missing that guy to stick a ball on the back of net. We've got Danny Kelly coming in and Paul McMullen on the other side. He's got options when it comes to wing, wing play, but switching those two, feeding Hoobin in the middle it could be the missing link. Uh, and obviously, the big news, Paul Higgerty back as well too. We needed that assistant. Do you think he's the kind of character that, that can, again, sort of strengthen strengthen the resolve? He, he knows the league inside out. He's a hard-working guy and, and obviously he, he loves the club as well. Has, has that affiliation with the club? Someone's been there, done it, knows the club inside out. His heart's here, like you know, and he's been looking to get back, I think, on occasions in the past. And I know he is. And I, I think he'd be a good man to have about the dressing room and... Uh, Kick a few people up the backside if they need it, like you know. It's in terms of, of, of Ray Higgins, it's his third full year now. He's starting, like, so I suppose the pressure's on to you now. I think it really is. I, I think the expectation is um, sky high at the moment, and uh, a lot of pressure on Ray Higgins' shoulders. But um, uh, he's got a good squad there now, but maybe he, he needs somebody with a bit of experience in the, in the assistant role as well, like, and that, that can only help. And finally, just what's your, your hopes for the season and a prediction maybe in terms of, uh, of placing in the, in the league? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I, 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 we dare to dream, like, but I'm, I'm not saying it. I'm just not saying it. Like, you know, but it's been uh, over 25 years of hurt, like, you know, so it's, um, uh, may this be the year. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Name's Brian McCafferty. Obviously looking forward to the season, Obviously Brian. looking forward to the season. I can't wait for Friday night. I've already got my tickets. Me, I'm a younger brother. My father and my dad are season ticket holders. And I can't wait for the start of the season. Hopefully we get off to a good start. And we do want to draw too many games. Dare I take advantage? Because we more or less handled the league to Shamrock Rovers last season. But I think Derry's new forward. We should have bought him a couple of seasons ago. Because that's what Derry need. A proven goal scorer. And hopefully, with Fats getting over his now uh, injury and the operation and all that, day, hopefully he's past his best form. And there it, this hopefully this is their year.
My name's Terry, Terry Doherty. I've been a season ticket holder for over 20 years. I'm looking forward to the season coming up now. I'm just hoping they can do it this year. The, the, well, the, two, the two big signings, obviously. Like, two, so you, you expect them to they be better than last year. Yeah, maybe do, maybe go, go closer to the Rovers this year. Oh, you anyway, do, aye, aye. aye. I expect them to do much better like, with two, good, two great players coming on. Need to get off to a good start, don't you? Get Patrick McLean in for him. Make Patrick you know, should be great this year after his injury and all. And Mike Wiggle Duffy seems to be doing well pre season. So. What would, your, what would you think would be a successful season? Because it would second be enough? Would, no, would it wouldn't be, no. No, I think the league, they need the league this year. It's yeah. been too long. Right. So you'll be home and away this season? I'll be home and away this year. Yeah. I will be away this year for a change. Yeah. So your prediction then? Uh, top Derry, of the three. Top of the three. They're already finished first. Hi guys, Nicky Lowe here. Just like to wish Derry City all the best for the upcoming season. Hopefully it's a successful one. I'm looking forward to getting over on Friday night to watch the lads and cheer the lads on from the stands. Martin Mullen, Derry City Football Club. I think this year around the whole city, there's a real sense of belief. Um, and a real, real sense of belief around our squad. Um, I was down in the Brandywell the other day, and it is great to see the spirit that they all have at the moment. Um, I think last year was a good learning curve for us all, especially after the two penalty shootouts, and a few matches ago, I mean, we could still have won the league. Um, so it's getting nearer and nearer, but it won't be easy either, because obviously all the rest of the teams in the league have strengthened as well. And of course, our boss, Murray. I mean, he gets more out of players than anybody else. And uh, as I said earlier on, I'm really looking forward to this season. But we've got something that probably nobody else has, and it gives us a big, big advantage, and that's our fans. We have probably the best fans. Not probably. We have the best fans in the world, and we can never, ever thank them enough because, I mean, without them, the club is nothing. Uh, and they really are our 12th man and they push us to the limit. And sometimes, you know, we should be very, very proud of what our fans do and the behaviour they have, especially when they're travelling around Europe and they're welcomed everywhere they go. The fans can also be very, very passionate and are not afraid to let you know. Speaking of passion, Paul Higgerty, because he's one of the most passionate uh, footballers that I've ever met in my life eh? and I think he'll be a really really big asset to the club the club can't survive without sponsors and volunteers and throughout the year people don't realise the many people in the background that are working very very hard they, they do the things that everybody just turns up in a match and you know uh, thinks that happens by magic but we want to thank the people that are in the background that are, are getting everything organised and everything else and especially the sponsors that are doing voluntary it's also great to see the many children wearing Derry City shirts now because I mean, it means the future's bright and once again I want to thank all the fans throughout the world and let's hope this is a great year right and I got a funny feeling a very very sneaky one that's going to be our year go on Derry City there you go, Terry. Like, uh, Dolly Mixture there. Uh, uh, there's no denying that uh, you know I could see there was a lot of work put under <laughs> that segment. <laughs> uh, but look, fans, you know yourself at the minute, they're, 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 they're itching for the season to get going. 
and they can see everything now is in place. It's a steady shape there. You've got the number two in there. You've got the two big signings. You've got the squad. Hopefully, touch wood. Obviously, we're doing this on a Friday. We don't know fitness wise what everybody will be like next week. But hopefully, Barry Higgins has got a headache. He's just mm. got the yellow out and everybody else is fit. Brian Mars played a number of games now, a few behind closed doors, but he's got his minutes. Played at the Oval, played against Stuart, and now he's played against Dundalk. So, like that, he's got enough minutes there. Uh, look, it's, it's all systems go, and the fans just, you know yourself, they just can't wait for them. It's that expectation. Because as Kevin Molner, our colleague, or my colleague, your former colleague, sorry, Kevin, but a corner thumb there too. He does. He's a season season ticket holder at Derry City. Thankfully, he he decided he would would, uh, entertain me there. Like, and. (laughs) But Dirty Dream was his, his statement. Like, he, you have to Dirty Dream. And he, he doesn't want to say they were going to win the league or make any predictions just because he's a superstitious type. Uh, but he, basically, 27 years and counting of hurt since the last time. And, and there is that, that, that real expectation now because of the signings, as you said. Like, so, pressure's on Rory, isn't it? Look, it is. But as he says himself, that's what you want. You want mm. that pressure. You, you know, you have. This is probably a real year where he's probably thought, I listen, I have a definitely a title one on squad here mm-hmm. now. Like this is this is really a like if we can, if you say stay injury free, keep everything going, you, you have a squad there, there's no doubt about it. And if Hooping gets off the mark early by hitting a goal against Jordan, the confidence goes, the place is bouncing. Look, there's just it's it has potential to be a massive season. Mm. Be, like they keep saying, we keep saying, and I, I agree with. Like there's been progression every year. Like, oh, 100%. You know, with, with a European run, and obviously it was disappointing. Probably the way you can look at it and say it was a chance must last year as well. Too you could have, uh, you know, capitalise and, and Rovers, especially that start that they made. Like, but um, each year you're, you're, it was 13 points a year before last, eight points wasn't it last year? So, you know, and, and Ruris has done, seen down that league launch there this week where he was basically, uh, he was interviewed by somebody and says, you know, it's league title we're after, but, you know, at least the very, very least is what we, we finish second and close the gap even further, you know, so. Well, this is up, and as I say, it's just a case of just trying to, you're right, closing the gap, but you have to capitalise what they didn't do last year. The yeah. Rovers start was horrendous, to be fair, the mm. Rovers, and he didn't capitalise on that. There's they no got off a hook, didn't they? Massively, and there was games where they know themselves, and they keep going back to it, Slego twice, mm. he didn't turn up, and that out. can't happen. Mm. You know, you have, to, you have to turn up in every game, and as I say, be bringing in the mix of Hooban and Kelly, title winners are going, boys, this is not here, you know, we need to get switched on. Mm. I expect that will be more conversation this season. There's more big title winners in that change room that knows how you listen to be taking in by like I'm not saying they did take in by like, but yeah. just that mentality has to be right every game if you want to win a league. And that's the thing. There was just too many times last year, as you say, you let Rovers off the hook massively yeah. from the start of the end because that was a horrendous start. Like, so they were fighting with their fans around on the talking and all that, and fighting with their arguments and all that. So, you know, you just seen, and to be fair to Stephen Bradley, at no stage did he panic. And to be fair to him, haven't seen a lot of their games and they were live on RT or whatever. You've yeah. seen you were going, how to be fair? They could have rolled ones over. They're teams and they're just not taking the mm. chances. So, look, they're still quality uh, and they're still a team to beat. Yeah. No two ways about also that. going for 
like a record breaking season like in Fair terms of five in a row. You know, that's that's, that's an incentive and a half. Oh, that's insane. To be fair, we might suppose Gandhi this sort of mm. the preview or whatever. Not there's no doubt about it, Rovers are a team to stop. But they have big players, title winners in their seasons, left room and fun. It's a big not which way do you see but he's still a big player in the season. Manus is the bigger one. Alan Manus going is humongous. You know, we'll have to see how things go. I know Manus had a lot of time for the keeper some now. Pulis played last year. He Aye. was he, he made a couple of ricks, so didn't he? Like, well, he so. did, but to be on his defence, when he got his games at the end of last season, Aye. and when Manus obviously got injured, he played like he made big saves. And I think any player, particularly a goalkeeper, you have to play. Game you can't time. keep coming in and then not seen for two months. Mm. So that's the thing. But regardless, the pressure's on you. You now are number one. You have to step up, and that's where. At the moment, Derry might have a wee head start with Brian Barr mm. as, as, as the keeper. Uh, but look, you know, he's re-signed Gaffney. I know Derry were interested in some talks with him. He stayed on Jack Burns recently. Like These are like new signings. Mm. Graham Burke was out a few times back at you know, a few fit. Obviously, Jack Byrne must have been jarred last season. Yeah. You've added McEnough, so that midfield is back to the one. What do you think of McEnough? I know it was the one, as you say, that was the title one. The title one of midfield. Like, you know, that depends with mm. the... Look, it's one of them, you know, if, if he comes back and he's as hungry as ever and he's ready to go, he's a player. Box to box player. He's not this prime. Like, right. So Rovers have got a great talent coming back. You just you just don't know until you see what what it is. You know, he, he's been around quite a bit now. Maybe he thinks Dublin now goes home. Obviously, it was in London, Edinburgh, Derry, Dublin, Australia. No, he's been around. He probably wants to get a bit settled. And he's come back to a club and a manager and everything he knows about. Yeah. The only thing it's different is Talas get bigger. Yeah. Just, extra know, side it just looks unbelievable mm. now. You know, we're talking about the present cup tonight. You've seven thousand odd, maybe more at that. That just tells you where they're looking to go. Like they're yeah. looking to be going. And Europe's a big thing for them too. That's that's one of the modern ones. Well, yes, all fans think it's great crack in Europe. We realistic. There's not one in the hundred Europe. You know, no. it's great prize money and all that. But if you're a Derry City fan and a Derry City player, yes, maybe one or two rounds in Europe. That'd be great, brilliant. But you know, the league titles would be all end though. If you're Shamrock Rovers, yes, five in a row was amazing. But if they can get on the wee group stage of the Europa League or the Conference League or Champions League, but you mm. know, get further in Europe, that's the biggie. And from Stephen Bradley's point of view, that's one thing's massive. He technically has CV. And yeah. I use that very loosely, by the way, because it's you know, unbelievable. You can't take nothing away. No. But I'm saying, from his point of view, Europe's the only thing he probably hasn't done. Aye. He's done everything else. Like. Do you lose a wee bit? Of, I know we say five no. Do you lose a wee bit of hunger for the league when you've done it so many? Well, I don't this, know. This but... is us because he hasn't, he hasn't revamped the squad. It's mm. the same boys that they have that hunger for five no. Mm. You, you just don't know. Because last year, we're not saying they didn't have the hunger because they end the day they won it. But they just worked the same. They no. worked the Shamrock Rovers of years gone by. Maybe they've got a wee bit of hunger this year to go, no, let's be record breakers, let's be five yeah. in a row. Oh, well, we'll wait, wait and see how it all unfolds, because as you say, there's a bit of a roller coaster over a season every season. Like, But you talk to everybody and the players or, or Rory Higgins or whoever, like you know, and, and they're all saying this is going to be the most, last year was, was one of the most competitive in a long time. You had Pats emerging as, you know, as potential title winners or two, and they were in that race for a long time. Uh, right to the end, I suppose. Like, but uh, they're saying five. We're saying maybe five teams can can challenge Rovers. I don't know about that. Like, but 
you know, maybe one that always comes out of the pack like Shelburne did last year kind of thing. But I don't know if there's going to be five, well, like the five horse race, but, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be, you reckon? Well, I just, I think obviously Derry, some Pats, Shells, I think Shells. Strengthened. Strengthened, they've got Martin up front, that was the only thing mm. that was missing. Goal scored, that's going to be fair. Jack Marlon done well and finished half score and mm. he's gone, so it's a big replacement there. But from now to now, goal score. Shells, as we know, were defensively very solid. Yeah. Derry just popped them, Brian Margaret, uh, the best clean sheets or the most clean sheets. But that just tells you, defensively, Duff has got them solid. He's brought on Sean Gannon, who hasn't kicked the ball in a couple of years, been at Rovers. But it's like, hey, that's one of them. Do you want to take a week off? Just look at the medals, you know what I mean? So you've got him, they, they, they come on there. Warren's always, you speak to any players we made or at, at Derry when you spoke to the players about Warren, they all love him. Mm. Great man in the dressing room. So, like, you know, she has them up there. And then you have. And, and they, did you hear about their pre season? Oh, uh, like in their army camp? Uh, exactly, <laughs> I just told you, you know, this is proper old school. These boys are going to be fat as anything, like, and camaraderie. That's. That's tough, but we've got yeah. a radio old school. Uh, old, I think it's broader than the Irish Army, uh, isn't it? Like, so that sort of comes from that. that. But no, you've, you've obviously then, you've the two boys that have come up, Galway and, and, and Waterford. Waterford saying Parry Gammon, you know, will he have the, the, the sort of the goals on mm. him that he had before he made the move to England many moons ago? But, and then you obviously have both will be up there. Uh, they've lost a few, but they've. They've signed a few, you know, internationals, yeah, you know. So, question marks about Bowles, I well, guess. Obviously, because they've lost uh, a few, but obviously they had to sign a keeper this week. Uh, so, no, look, they have to have the ground rolling, to be fair. They, you know, they, that's what happened to them last year. They started like a house on fire. Right, and then yeah. just catapulted. <laughs> like, and went nowhere and lost a cup final. You know, so they need to get into Europe. Uh, and then you have John of Gold full time. Kevin Dorney always pulls a wee rabbit. No, he does well with the loan chain. He's got a few, obviously, from, from uh, Walsall. And he's got Arkin Yellard from Derry up there, then. too. Yeah. So, so he, he always does well there. And he, he's taking a punt, too, on the big striker at half loan. Uh, you know, and he seems they've done well in pre-season. Uh, um, scored a few goals. like so. Uh, they've, they've signed some the Swedish guy as well, too. Now, it's probably more of a punt, that one, because uh, he's playing third tier in Sweden. Yeah. but. No, um, no, no, no. Uh, but he, you know what you're going to get from Drogheda anyway. Exactly. But the fact that 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 we sort of full time ethos now that's yeah. that they're that, since the takeover, like you know, that's maybe one they watch. Well, that's what I'm saying. They could be the one that comes out of the mm. pack, like, and you just don't know who. The dog, nobody knows. You know, the dog <laughs> have signed so many players. Funny enough, Murray Higgins was down at the launch, and and our friend Jerry Malone, obviously dumb dog. Uh, Fanatic, should we say, the yes. reporter, room reporter down there, and and he interviewed him, and he, and he actually sent me up a wee clip of the interview, like, and he was trying to lead him down, a, a, yes, <laughs> in terms of uh, it's it, by the way, nobody else counts it's Derry against Dundalk, the Magpie against Stevie O'Donnell, <laughs> but but basically, um, you know, he, he was very sort of, you know. Took him up on a on a comment that he made about you. You really think that Dundalk are going to like challenge this year? Like in terms of that, he says, I think it's really disrespectful. They they even say that they're going to be down towards the bottom of the league. He says because he's very impressed. Actually, it's funny if you haven't heard that. If you're not sure, yeah, Jerry has it up, but yeah. he he says like uh, he says, do, do you know much about these players that Dundalk have? He says, of course, <laughs> this is my job. But <laughs> so he obviously <laughs> it was kind of funny like if you listened to it, but uh, he's um. 
he he fancies Dundalk as well. And, and Stevie Donna, he's he's always he's had he's done well. Done well he, he, boys he, from England, exactly. Mm. Brandon, obviously about your man and with some Pat's a goalkeeper, ex Liverpool. Yeah. You know, mm. so that's another one. Some Pat's are bringing in on loan keeper from Liverpool. Yeah. He's going to be playing regularly. He's going to be a big keeper for them. You would you would think. Uh, but no, Dundalk, like he, we don't know what these boys are going to be like. Uh, they they signed so many. That's the only thing that concerns me about them. I'm not saying they're going to be down relegation or not like that, but I'm just saying it takes a time to get gelled right, on. Awkward, but... So that was the only thing that concerned me. But no, he's still got experience be getting Robbie Benson signed up. John Mountney's okay. main captain. You've got Andy mm. Boyle, the vice captain. You've Daryl Horgan. He's still got enough quality yeah. there. Like, you know, right, they might be getting a wee bit older. You've got Archie Davis out like, the right back uh, as well, too, well. Who's, who's good going forward. Like, so... Uh, we better continuity there as well too. So it's it's going to be interesting. You can never tell. Like there's always no, that. There's always that joker in the pack, isn't uh, there? Like there's always. Like, oh, to be fair, when I was down that friendly, I know Derry. Yes, they give away per goal, but you know they still uh, Chapman got a hat trick. Man Peter mm. Ellis Chapman, and he he looked as they get in the box like from from Manfield. Uh, it was funny at day because people were going. It was trialist, and then the boys in the in the press box were refusing. Was on there actually. Jessica was on there too. Jessica was saying, "Who's on the trailers? We did a story last week. It's signed. <laughs> All right, so then they announced his name. Ellis Chapman. So they announced who the goal scorer was instead of trailers six has just scored again. Trailers, you know what I mean? Completely happening. Well, look, looks good. Look. But I know he looked good. He, he, he was like mm. I wrote out about it. Uh, but as I say, from Terry's point of view, that day it was just. Look, Ray and Monday, they said, well, we have to get tighter. Like, we, and, and we give away goals. Lo and behold, the next, the next game at Avon, they were a lot more. And, 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 and Gale Force won and oh, everything else. But, exactly, that's what I'm saying. But I think, like, in terms of Derry, like, what, like we talk about the two new, new boys, but the fact that Brian Maher's between the sticks, you know, and, and obviously we had all the, the oh, all the ball, like, you oh, know, and all these fake stories. And, exactly, <laughs> as you know, as you know, uh, as everybody knows, well, I'm the merchandise group, and then I was getting tortured when, oh, Brian Maher's not in the, he's not in the shot. Um, we had a Ty Graham was up, and you know people just didn't didn't believe that he was having problems with his family. Obviously, his, mm. his grandmother uh, passed away, and it was just well, no, that doesn't matter. Brian Marr should be in the, in the goalkeeper top. He should be up here. Right. And the matter he started just, from that then. Oh, started that. But we, we, the, the photo shoot was done. It was Ty Graham? Oh, he's gone. Right. It was done. It was gone. And I was like, but well, he's he was gone from last season. Oh, like, I if you believe with, exactly. With you know what I mean. Uh, and then he was, and then it was. Oh, he definitely won the Rovers, even though they had signed the keeper and they had announced that their new number one was going to be so. Uh, listen, I was just afraid that it was going to fall out with me because of of oh, the, the mock up journal story. That, to be fair, <laughs> and to be fair, I would have, I would have absolutely bucked for that. I'd have been sitting on you walking on. But you see, when I seen he had signed for Shamrock, right? ah, that was the, that was that what was let them down. That's what let them down. So he or she had done that mock up. You'd have to read the room, and you didn't read the room. <laughs> if you hadn't seen Shamrock Rovers, you had a lot more. Like, would it like would have been like a record transfer fee if it, if that was the case? Like, but uh, no disrespect there, or not. <laughs> no, but but obviously, like he's hopefully it's depending on how the season goes. Maybe they could negotiate a deal to secure his future because he's he's a, a massive player for us. Obviously, he's a goalkeeper. Like, but. Uh, must say, Ty, Ty Ryan looked fantastic in pre-season from what I've seen him of as well too. So we've got a, a fantastic backup there, like, you know, oh, if, and, and whatever way they rotate or whatever way Bray's plans are, like, we know we've got somebody you can trust to go in there. Well, that's just up. Like, look, at the end of the day, it's a, keep, a case of, you know, try and get Brian the new deal. If it doesn't happen, 
to just keep them to the end of the season. Yeah. And to be fair, I think Derry City fans too will be like, hey, listen, see if he leaves the brand of all with a winner's medal around his neck. Fair play. Fair play. He stayed here once at his third year or whatever up here. Mm-hmm. Tom Whale has been superb since the month of day one. And obviously, the FAA Cup winner's medal. And he's, he's, he's done everything to, to try and make Derry better. So, he would leave a legend like that. You, know, so. you know, that's insane. The amount of times we're talking about one in the league. Everybody's still chatting about league mm. winners, you know, so that sort of says it all. And that's something that you sort of says to Daniel Kelly and sort of went, Daniel, you know, I don't know how much you really will grasp if Derry City won the league quite no. much. And he says, I sort of do because the cup final, I remember a couple of years ago, they were asking the Derry fans, we're going past my house and they were, you know, going on the Aviva. That's and, and I was like, seriously, the amount of Derry fans. So I do, it says also, you know, the whole dog, it's like a one. One club city and all that type of thing, so I know it will get behind now. And deep down, I know what you're saying about the dog, but it's not going to be the same year when you get your eyes open if they're massively challenging for this league title and hopefully go the other side of it and win it. Daniel will suddenly realise, oh, I remember that conversation at the start of the season. He's right, this place is nuts. Uh, it's funny, like he was, I was chatting with Daniel Keeler, Dickie as they call him, uh, like, but he was, uh, he was picking. Pat Hoobin up from uh, from his house to go the it was Chandolins they were playing you know during the, the, the snow there like and he took the back roads <laughs> so Dear God. we nearly lost them <laughs> <laughs> he was nearly in Dundalk but uh, no he he's, he seems to be settling on well too like and he's a good character around the place like so it's a good vibe about the place now and and I think everybody's really looking forward to getting back on. It seems to have been a long, close season. Would you it know? always has. Uh, it always has, to be fair. You get two weeks over and over and you're going, I'll have three weeks. Right, seriously. Uh, they need to get back. Bang on a Friday night. Uh, you know what I mean? So it's and, and now we've got two, like, uh, away trips, Waterford and Galway, to look forward to you, two new ones. Yeah, like, like uh, Galway. I always love Galway. Galway's a great, great spot. Uh, Maryland, too. It's a good, good place to go in. Waterford. Well, is Waterford? Waterford, Waterford, to be fair. Well, we've had some good We have had some good nights there. Waterford, we stayed on. Always, Waterford was a good night, but we've also had this famous COVID night. That's when it all kicked off. Right, that's right. We were sitting, I think we had a photograph of my phone of the pints. And the, I were all sitting there laughing. I think our pet had got COVID. And it was up in the sky. And we were going, what the wonder? What a big deal. And yeah. the fun four days, the whole league and the whole world was shut down. So Amazing. I always remember Waterford. That's right, yeah. So, but, yeah. but funny I'm talking about Galway too because I, I mentioned that day Hoobin when I was chatting to him and, he, and he's obviously a Galway man there was talk that he was going to go there and stuff like never never was on the picture don't think he was always there but he, uh, he was saying I was thinking is that one that you have sort of circled out in the calendar going down there I mean, obviously come back but Galway and uh, it was all uh, 100%. This is, he says, that was the most embarrassing day of my life. That's right. He says, my football career, like when they got hammered, they done that. He says, all his friends were down watching it, the family all of a sudden watching it. So that. that'll be an interesting one. I was stick a few pounds on him scoring that oh, day. Oh, like, you know, so. that was a point of beating. <laughs> that was a night. I think that was a night. Darl Levy's career at Dundalk ended. Oh, no. Because he, he, that's he, right. And then the next week he played Robbie Benson at left back or something. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Something happened anyway. It was just, oh, that was right. So one day, I'm not sure what date that is, like when it is. Like, uh, but, uh, that's, aye, that's... just look out for that one, and hopefully Pat Hoobin's there for that for that game. Like, but in terms of like, I don't want to put you on the spot, Kevin. Like, but... Nothing's changed. You know what I mean? Sitting in the fence, Collins. Uh, yeah, I ask you a <laughs> That's what people people want to hear from you, Kev. After everything, we paid a lot of money to get you back on. I always got a 
We had to pay that surgeon for your for your medical, like they turn a blind eye for a dodgy knee in the in the back. But who's going to win the league? Who's going to win the league? This just looking at the minute, I can't give me your top three. Well, I can't see the top two changing. That's my honest opinion. And it all we didn't want to put the whole pressure on him, but it all depends on Pat Hoogan and how we can supply Pat Hoogan. If you can supply Pat Hoogan, he will score goals. And because of that, this is the first year I actually have went, uh, I actually fancied this year, which slightly concerns me. Aye. I've never really had it. I've had these discussions with other people outside of uh, working with everybody else in dairy fans, and I've never had the. I know boys will slide me because I had the bike. <laughs> oh, your space in We can still win this. Torsion. We can still out in Torsion. We can still win this, which, which was true. I still. I still back that, that that argument if you'd went on a run. We just didn't go on a run. But it, was, uh, it still could have happened. Some Pats would go on the run and show that you could have. Hmm. But I still think that the, I don't think the, the top two is going to be changed. And I actually fancy Shells for third. Right. I think Shells are finished third. I think, I think some Pats have just got too many ins and outs. Hmm. A few of their players too lefty England. Young Curtis went to Chevy United. You know, they've lost a few players too. They've added well, I'm not denying that. Katie's good saying that Keaton, obviously. Keaton, I would be an interesting one. The two Cavernous, Keane Cavernous, he's very good song. Brandon, mm. we know what he's like when he's on. He's really starting to hit the ground running. Last year, I know Rory didn't even want him to leave, but Aye. look, it is what it is. So, but because they've brought so many in, they've lost Doyle, too, was a big goal scorer from Wentworth States. He scored a lot of goals, done well in the cup winner. So, I just think Shells haven't done that much. They, they, and what they brought in, as boys that know the league, and you know, and and, and I've done it. Mm. I'm not saying Rory Keaton can't do it because he's got, you know, he's he's on the court. But I'm just saying, Sean Gannon's a class act. I'm like, I, I would be hoping if you're Damien Duff, Sean Gannon's got the same attitude as Pat Rubin. Mm. I want to show Stephen Bradley. I still had something to offer, and I never got a chance. So you've got him. You've got Wardy on there. John Martin saying he could be the goal scorer they're looking for, and I don't know if Sean Boyd's fit. Boyd was a big goal scorer and he, he, he could get goals like that, but he, he was too injury prone. Mm. I don't know how fit he is for the start of the season if he's, if he's been involved. But I just have this feeling I think if Dundalk, or sorry, if Shelburne get a goal score, uh, they're going to be hard to stop because yeah. defensively they're oh. solid. Like, I don't think that'll change either. Like, yeah. uh, no, uh, so, so, so who did you say was going to win the league? I'm sorry, <laughs> unbelievable. I'm going to leave me there. I don't know what I'm leaving me there. Who did you say? I'm going. I don't like. I don't like you say anything. I don't. I don't. I don't like your answers. Like messing his head. No, I'm going for Dave. I fancy if you supply. There it is, folks. And that's how get get the mortgage in Rovers. No, I fan. I do fancy Dave. The first year on under tenure, where I was like, "Hey, how long enough? This is a proper squad, and we have a out and out number nine. Hold it up." bring people on the play, get goals. But we might have to change our work style of play a bit too. Mm. There's no denying that. You need to get more boys in the box. Yep. But I just think I just think this this might be the year I'm I'm, I'm gonna go away there they want it. Rover second, Shells third. Alright, well obviously the, the top two I would agree with that. I think Derry City as well. This could be the year. And I and I think that's because 
I think I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Like obviously, I'm never hundred percent sure. But I think with Higgsy, makes a big. That's a, a it could be the final piece there, like because obviously you needed Hooban, but I mean, and even on top of that, you needed somebody there. They, 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 they sort of supplement Higgins. You know, they, they, they have have somebody there that's going to be a dissenting voice for Higgins, and I think we've got it in Higgsy. But in terms of the team itself, you keep Mark Conley fit. Mark Conley's a massive player. And you, you talk to Emmons and see the, the hunger they have. They won the league. Pat Hoobin, as he said, fat's looking so good, like you know, and and you know even throughout the team, Dummigan, we, we we kind of forget about Dummigan. If he's, I know he had a couple of wee niggles in pre-season, but we must have him for the la- for the last season. Yeah, Mikey Duffy, how hard is it come back from a broken leg? You know, so you can ex- expect that that we up last season. Now he looks sharp. You just hope yeah. for the, the first match against Drahada, he doesn't do when he does it some pads. Where did Mickey Duffy go in the warm-up? Aye. You know, that's a thing. Mickey just had a few wee niggles. And having spoke to him, he did say it. He says, look, yeah. I've lost too many games. Yeah, yeah. So come back, I've played five years with Doc, and his stats is unbelievable. Yeah. I hardly lost a match. So, uh, big season now, for Mickey too. The, 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 so the injuries thing, I think, in terms of production, if I get that over, I, I think Derry City, Shamrock Rovers, and I think some pads. Uh, it, it all depends on Keaton. And Keaton... I don't expect him. To, I know he's he just had the one brilliant season, but I think he's way better players now. He's he's going to have that supply from the likes of Brandon Kevin and Forrester and boys like that. So I think he will score goals. Uh, so so I would think Pats will be there as well too. So that's the top three. But I uh, and, and in terms of that, and Derry saying clear injuries, that's the important one for me. And I think they have made a readjustment in terms of last season. They hadn't get they hadn't got the games leading under it, the matches. Yeah. Because of one thing or another, you went to sunny Spain and was washed sunny out. Spain, getting pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that preseason was just hammered, like in terms of their games. So, and then when you when you're going on the proper competitive games on the back of the training and five sides or whatever it was they were doing, you know, very little match time like that. that the, the effects of having your body there, I would assume. I'm no expert. Well, that's what that happened. They, like, Sam and you break down. Like, like, uh, in the first couple of months, in the, in the, out in Spain, the first three seasons, really. So hopefully that's the, the, the fact that they've had all these games on is, is a good sign. Also, I noticed, like, I don't know if this is a normal thing, but I've never noticed it on the side of the pitch where, where they're, they're doing, like, their, uh, you know, after the warm downs, but m- more sort of... Stretching, exactly. I do the hamstring, groins, calf sort of things like so. So maybe that's a like something that they've targeted, and maybe we fingers crossed again. Like that's football. Like so, you, you are going to get knocks and niggles and everything yeah. else. But you keep the key boys fit. I think we we have some squad. Like I think as a title one and squad, we'll find a date. Like so. Let's hope we haven't jinxed them. Okay. Yeah, that's a hundred percent. Now we just have to just look at a price for Rovers. <laughs> Seriously, absolutely, absolutely, folks. If you can get your mortgage deeds, get them all on Shamrock Rovers. I don't know what price they are, but they're absolute certainties after that production. Who are predicting they're anyone in the league? Well, we'll, we'll just finish, obviously, uh, until we extend the piece, especially uh, that that lovely PC that we bought. Well, it's a change. So. Obviously, Drogheda is the first one. It's at home. It's a good match. They they start off in terms of it's a home match, but as we sort of alluded to there, Drogheda is going to be a decent, much improved team as well. Like so, uh, Kevin Doherty's no dozer. Like. No, well, this is up. Like, and you know, you have to see they've brought on like we alluded to boys on from Walsall, and I remember just hearing off season you had uh, I think it was BBC Walsall but whatever done a a documentary about their connection with League of Ireland and with uh, Drogheda in particular. 
they interviewed Kevin Doherty and they talked about Freddie Draper and how well he did. Then he got his move to Lincoln and stuff. So there is a bit of a link up where we were also and they're getting players over. And we mentioned young Austin Geller. It was a big season mm. for him playing. And that Freddie Draper was on saying the best thing he did was come to Johanna. Became a man his first time away from home. He also then full-time training and playing competitive football. And the standard was so good. And that's it told the two boys to come over, take their chance and go over. Obviously, Martin's point of view, he knows the league, he knows yeah. whatever. But there's another guy came with them too, the two of them are over. So big for them boys. And we talked about Perez up front mm. as, as the goal scorer, you know, so it depends what he does. He scored all the goals. We we half loan. Can I carry that form on? Haven't seen as you say just a few clips or a few tweets or whatever else. He seemed to score a few goals. Mm. He took the penalty against Bowles and that they, 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 scored a couple uh, already, they? He scored a few goals mm. and he, I seen him saying that he's been in the Haiti uh, warm-up squads and things like that. He wants to break under their international squad. Mm. He got on last year. They sort of like a, a training-based squad. He never got on the squad. So he's went up a level. He's gone down mm. to the Premier. He looked half decent against us. He's a whole handful, cup. isn't he? Like, oh, in terms of like... even the cup game we played yeah. them last year. He's a handful. Like mm. I don't know about it. Shane was turned a few times. So was McJanet. I think he threw McJanet about like a <laughs> He's sort of like, oh, this boy's half decent. So look, you just don't know Hopefully, but there is point of view. He's doing no throwing about next week. He's, mm. he's, he's just been held up and kept attired and, and he doesn't do much. And then you have Derek at the other end going. But look, it's one of them. The brand was going to be pumping. So, you know, mm. you can see it already. I'm even getting messages from a boy in Belfast, Kevin here, big Clevenville fan, has been the a lot of games last year, mm. was slagging him. Uh, and he said, Would there be any chance you'd be near anywhere in the bar and get me a ticket because they're on sale only here? You can't buy them online. So uh, I'll see what I can do, Kevin, to be honest with you. But no, that's, that's what just sort of tells you. You dairy people that are just going. Actually, another one was on to me. Uncle Miles was on uh, asking his son to come back to Liverpool. What's the crack? Can I buy a ticket? And all that time, so I'll send mm. him a link. He's going to the Irish. So it just tells you that, you know, right, that's appetites there. Are. Appetites there. And mm. they're coming from, you know, everywhere. They're coming from England. They're coming from Belfast. They're all wanting mm. to come down here. And that doesn't even take into consideration the dairy fans. Plus, you have this as a, you know, the capacity. How big is that going right. to be? Is that starting? That's, starting? I think, uh, that's the fact there's going to be none in general sale now. They can do the, the, the it. All. So, you know, that's the Southampton Park stands. That park gets cordoned off, like, you know. So, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll hear more about it. We're hoping they chat the Philip O'Doherty. I know he's, he's out of the country at the minute, but back next week, hopefully get, get chatting to him about an update on that as well, too. Next week, uh... Nicky Lowe, and our fans' favourite from yesteryear. As I'm well, not even, it wasn't even that long ago. It seems, it seems a long time ago, doesn't it? But uh, Nicky Lowe's back over, so for the match, and, and we're, we're hoping to get him on the podcast as well, too. So if you have any questions, just make sure you get in touch with us, like uh, email uh, simon.collins at dairyjournal.com or get Kevy on, on Twitter uh, or miss myself on, on Twitter as well, too. So Anyway, you can get your questions on for, for Nicky Lowe. And um, obviously, we need to get a one against Drogheda because it's a, it's a tough, after that, it's pretty tough, isn't it? It's if you look at the way Sligo went and then you've got you've got Pats and you've got Pats Rovers, double-header. Like, you know. It's a spaggy, so mm. I'll, 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 I'll let you have your well, first prediction because it's not like, you know what By I mean? the way, I was on a roll the start of that season. Uh, you remember? You probably did, don't remember. You know, but... honest, he, he done a boost. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Nicky, but he done a boost. He started off the ground up there and then went, Woo! Right. So, prediction, Johanna next Friday night. Well, home one for definite. It has to be a home one. And I, I'm going to say it's always tight against Johanna. But I think, I think we'll get a couple of goals. 2-0. Two 2-0. Two 
He had medals every to the same. That's funny, yeah. But um, I'm actually going to go one pair of them. I'll go three nil. Oh, really? I think, think Hart's just going to hit the ground running. Uh, and the place is going to be bouncing and everybody's looking forward to it and, and, and been back. And I think you'll be leaving the brandy will go, hmm, this might be the year, folks. That's what I'm thinking after next night. I think it's just going to be right at it. Let's get rid of the rumble. And hopefully it's just the kick off to something special. No, I couldn't say that any better myself. I think we're going to leave it on that note there. I'm scangled the boogies. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, check us on next week again. Uh, follow us on everything. As Simon will now give us a nice spiel of Spotify. Oh, th- I think you'll find it it's at the end. It's recorded, pre-recorded. pre-recorded yeah, like, yeah, I, 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 you're about rusty. I, 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 I think you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so, no, oh, don't, don't uh, get carried away with oh, the jingles here. Like now. Well, you don't want to use the jingles. I don't know what we'll do. No, folks, thanks for listening. As I say, it's the first of hopefully many of the rest of the season. And that's the season that we're all talking about in 2025. We'd like to thank the children of Greenhall Primary School for the podcast jingle. And any city fans out there with anything they want to ask us, they can email us simon.collins at dairyjournal.com or myself, kevin.mcgohan at dairyjournal.com. Also keep an eye on social media on Twitter at Dairy Journal and on Instagram at Dairy Journal underscore. Make sure you like, follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a beat as we follow the fortunes of Dairy City Football Club.